Welcome to the Bliss Life Podcast, the best living inspired soul show. My name is Roland Waithe, your host. Join me for inspired soul conversations, motivational hacks, and best living practices to help you capture the bliss you've been seeking in your life. Thank you for taking the time to spend with me. Your soul thanks you. I thank you. Join me on the other side for a soul reboot. Control alternate delete. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. Ha 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 ha. Life's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Ha 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 ha. Life's like a jungle, especially these days, when reality seems stranger than fiction, when everyone around us seems to be on edge. You can almost see a dark rain cloud aura hovering around most individuals learning to cope with this new reality. The origins of a reality is perspective. Whether the glass is half full or half empty all depends on your view, which is totally in your control. On this episode of the Bliss Life podcast, we will look at a parable from Africa, Two Ways to Count to Ten, which is a story about perspective that can train you how to think out of the box. What's bliss got to do with this? Where's the bliss? Similar to the same reason a cage bird sings, it does so because it is free in its mind. Although its body may be in a cage, the bird is not a prisoner in its mind. That's how you access bliss, is through your perspective on life. Please stay tuned after the story for my final thoughts as well as insight on how out-of-the-box thinking can benefit your life. Furthermore, thank you to all of my new listeners, those cool thunder cubs all over the globe, Brazil, Italy, Ukraine, and Ireland, much love. To all of my original supporters, you know who you are. You, Thundercats, that had my back since the first episode, you are the wind beneath my wings. Now, let's get into it. The Sword of Omens protects the Thundercats. Only the sword can help me now. Sword of Omens. Give the Thunder Cubs the understanding of Thundercats. Thunder. 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 Thundercats. Two ways to count to ten. Long, long ago, in the jungles of Africa, all of the animals coexisted in peace with one another because each species had a mutual respect for life, as well as each animal realized they were not so different from one another. There were many different species of animals which all varied in shape, size, and color, each with their own unique talents and skills. The panther was king. He was rich beyond telling. 
his power and wisdom, all of the animals in the jungle respected, along with loved their king. Whom shall I name to rule as king after me when I die? said King Panther one day to his beloved daughter. I must seek out the most cleverest animal in the jungle. I must find someone who is wise enough to rule well. I shall make him prince some day, my dear daughter, and you and him shall rule this kingdom one day as king and queen. King Panther was pleased with his idea, so he decided to have a feast. His royal jumps carried the news far and wide throughout the jungle. However, at the feast, King Panther secretly planned to announce an ingenious challenge he had created to find a successor to his throne. All of the animals came as guests. This was an extravagant party, which continued for three days. At sunset, King Panther summoned all of the animals together and instructed them to make a circle. Stepping into the circle, he called his daughter to his side and spoke in a loud voice. Listen, friends, he cried. Someday, when I'm gone, another king must rule in my place. I have decided to choose him from amongst you now, so that he can be ready. There was a moment of silence throughout the crowd. They began to silently discuss between each other as tensions grew in anticipation of what was to happen next. I shall seek the most cleverest amongst you to replace me as king. He must be wise. He shall be a son to me and a husband to my precious daughter. He shall share all of my riches as he will inherit the throne. Shouts came from the eager guests who came to the king's feast. No doubt every animal secretly carried ambitions to rule as king. Then King Panther raised his hunting spear and said, Look at this, my people. Watch. The crowd watched as the king, with grace as well as strength, threw the spear way up into the air. It seemed like an eternity as the spear seemed suspended in flight. As it reached its apex, the spear changed directions, speeding back to the earth. Just as the spear was a hair distance from the ground, King Panther grabbed the spear with his teeth. With this spear, I will test you. He who would also be prince must also be able to throw this spear to the sky. He must send it so high that he should be able to count to ten before the spear returns to the earth. There was a buzz of talk amongst the animals. This would not be so hard to do, they thought. One after another, each animal at the feast stepped forward to claim their shot to become king. However, before the contest began, each of the competitors danced in salute to the king and princess. <laughs> I'll be first, said the elephant as he moved to the center of the circle, pushing all of the competitors aside. The elephant was very big. He was also very clumsy as well as awkward. With his trunk in the air, he trumpeted all of the fine deeds he would do once he became heir to the throne. As the elephant grabbed the spear, he thought to himself, I'll be next to wear the crown. I was born to be on the throne. When I throw the spear skyward, it will never come down. The elephant was confident 
he was the strongest animal in the jungle. The elephant threw King Panther's spear into air with all of his might. One, two, three. He began counting, but before the elephant could reach to four, the spear came crashing back to the ground. The proud elephant sunk his head in shame. The tip of his trunk dragged on the earth. Despair engulfed the elephant as he knew he failed at his opportunity to become king. Hmm. Who shall be next? cried the king. Next from the gathered animals came the water buffalo. He approached the center of the circle, saying, I'm next to wear the crown. I was born to be on the throne. When I throw the spear skyward, it will never come down. As he moved to the center of the circle, he took the spear and he thought to himself, I'll throw the spear into the sun. With the spear in his mouth, the water buffalo, with a mighty thrust of his head, launched the spear into the sky way above his mighty horns. One, two, three, four, the water buffalo counted. Alas, he was too slow. Five, the spear hit the earth. The water buffalo lowered his head as he walked away from the circle into the jungle. shall be next said the king as he looked at the gathered animals up next was the gorilla he jumped up and down beating his chest <clears throat> I'm next to wear the crown I was born to be on the throne when I throw this spear skyward it will never come down the gorilla danced about within the circle showing his ability to perform dazzling acrobatics. The gorilla grabbed the spear and stood up on his feet, holding the spear like a man. Taking a few steps back, he threw the spear into the sky. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The gorilla counted as fast as he could. The crowd of animals held their breath. Surely, as fast as he was counting, he would make it to ten. The moment the gorilla said, Eight! He caught the spear before it could hit the ground. The gorilla knew he blew his chance. As he left the circle, he thought, If I'd just been stronger, I could have been king. Suddenly, the crowd mysteriously begins to part as the lion moved to the center of the circle of the gathered animals. The lion always felt he was destined to be king. Now was his moment to prove he was the finest of all the animals. With a fling of his mighty mane, he walked around within the circle saying, I'm next to wear the crown. I was born to be on the throne. When I throw the spear skyward, it will never come down. As the other animals looked at the lion in awe, he coiled his tail around the spear and launched the spear into the sky with a frightening roar. 
One, two, three, four. The spear rose higher and higher. Five, six, seven, eight. Just as the lion said, nine. The spear pierced the earth before his feet. The lion was furious. He knew he was defeated. He left the circle, clawing trees and growling as he stomped his way into the jungle. One by one, the animals in the crowd attempted the challenge with the spear, launching the spear into the sky, attempting to count to ten before it returned to the earth. One by one, each of the animals failed in their attempts. The animals that watched the spectacle began to whisper amongst themselves, wondering if the challenge was even possible. King Panther said, Hmm, seems I will have to look elsewhere for an heir to my throne. I, I need a beast with talent to compete in this challenge. Seemingly, out of nowhere came a voice stating, I'm talented enough to be king. Allow me a chance to compete in your challenge. As the gazelle emerged from the crowd of spectators, the crowd began to giggle. Some of the spectators began to outright laugh. <laughs> As the young gazelle moved through the crowd towards the center of the circle, the entire crowd wondered how this weak, small creature could succeed. Based on what they saw, most of the audience felt the young gazelle had a better chance at being eaten by the lion than throwing the spear high enough to count to three. The king said, All right, if you feel you're up to the challenge, take your shot. The gazelle seemed confident that he could throw the spear into the sky and count to ten before it returned to the earth, although every other animal that attempted the challenge previously failed, even the mighty lion. As the gazelle moved toward the center of the circle, he said, I'm next to wear the crown. I was born to be on the throne. When I throw the spear skyward, it will never come down. The gazelle danced before the king, leaping into the air with a grace as well as splendor that none of the other animals in attendance could deny was better than any of the previous competitors. With a sly toss of his head, the young gazelle threw the spear into the sky. Before it could return to the earth, he said these five words. Two, four, six, eight, ten. The spear returned to the earth from the sky, penetrating the earth. The crowd was in awe. As the gazelle said, There, I've counted to ten, King Panther. You did not say how the count was supposed to be made. The king nodded his royal head, saying, <laughs> No, I didn't say how the count was supposed to be made. And everyone knows one can count to ten by twos, as well as by ones. Remember, my friends, it's not always the biggest or the strongest. It's sometimes the cleverest is the one that wins the prize. The gazelle has won the competition. He shall be king. At the wedding feast that King Panther 
gave for his daughter, all of the animals cheered the gazelle, their clever new prince. Final thoughts. To summarize, I'd like to cap off this episode with a saying from my mom who recently turned 75 years of age. Congrats to that. I wish you health and infinite longevity. What my mom told me probably a zillion times while I was growing up was to choose how you let things affect you. Ultimately, you decide the response to any event that happens in your life. Your perspective of the situation determines the outcome. While we are often prone to tune in to the default negative frequency, we must remember that nothing in life happens to us. It happens for us. We humans are like radios. We have the unique ability to tune into the station that we want to receive. This is a gift that we should use to our advantage. Being able to think outside of the box like the young gazelle is a skill we can develop to help us capture bliss. We must practice thinking outside of the box when confronted by challenges. It's simple. When you realize that every problem has the solution built into its DNA. To end this episode, I'm going to defy the bylaw officers who give tickets to people seen speaking in public. I'm going to my mom's house to do a sidewalk interview for her thoughts about this episode. So mom, what would you like to say? I just want you to know that I miss you and I love you. Can't wait for this shit show to be over so that I can touch people, drink with people, and have the best life ever. Love you too, mom. Sending you a Care Bear stare. So until next time, smile, laugh, and do something nice for somebody you care about. Peace.